Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Amen. Well, we thank Jesus for this great opportunity to be here. Amen. And we are excited about everything he's done and he's doing for us. Amen. Today, I'm continuing with our dice for what? Spiritual growth. We had a very powerful first service where Pastor Isaiah was teaching us about fasting and made very practical examples to why we need to fast. Amen. And I just want to continue from where he left off because it's in the same direction. Amen. But if you tell your neighbor, neighbor, we will be fine. You will be fine. Everything will be fine. When it gets tough, the tough gets going. Amen. So, don't chicken out. Be bold. Joshua 1.7. Let me read this. Be fast, please. Only be thou strong. Say, I will only be strong. And I'll be very courageous. And I'll observe to do according to all that God has said. And all that Pastor Mubarak says. I will not turn to the left. And I will not turn to the right. But I'll keep on going. And because of what I'm doing, I'll prosper. And I'll progress wherever I go. We've just paraphrased the scripture. Amen. Joshua's pastor was Moses. And your pastor is Pastor Mubarak. So to all our religious folks, that's just what we did. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's add the eight to the religious people too. This book of the law will not depart out of my mouth. Say it. The messages will not depart out of my mind. I will not stop listening to the podcast. But I'll meditate every day. The messages, I'll meditate every day on the messages. I will make sure that a day will not go by that I don't listen to the word of God from, by my pastor. And as I do it, I will become very prosperous. I will progress and I will have good success. And my growth and my expansion will be evident to all. Amen. You know, sometimes in the midst of confusion is where you have the greatest transformations. 
when you have when you are comfortable for let's say for instance there's a road one lane everybody's going coming there'll be traffic struggling but no that's nothing you get it but when they decide to bring progress right before the progress there's a lot of scatterment you get it and they would have to dig gutters dust so much chaos but you see that is necessary for growth reason they did a road in front of our house and i realized that it was very uncomfortable there were many times we would come out of the house you couldn't even jump out many nights i had to park outside many nights i'll come back 1 a.m and i'll park one time i went to park in front of someone's house i didn't even realize the guy came out and said a lot of funny funny stuff but in the midst of all that there was progress you get it yeah you know fast forward the road has been completed recently i was there i saw a church passing in front i said hey i never knew church was passing because now the road has been done that's how life is anything that brings progress is with a lot of heat it's like light light bright but if you try getting close to any form of light you see there's heat in there so don't be moved by challenges don't be moved by difficulties they are only things that enable you to progress amen if they are going to do a dual carriage road two here two here you'll be shocked they'll block one they'll do this they'll do this caterpillar one time in the room the whole building was shaking what's happening a big ruler in front of the house moving up and down like that they come the poor quota like oh this is nasty but when they finish using like, ah it's working you get it good so be encouraged hmm? all you need to do is to keep focus and we'll be fine amen so today i'm on, i'm going to share with you on the diet of the word of god <clears throat> amen i like pastor Isaiah's exposition on diet it's it's similar to what i'm going to share at a point i thought wow and then i should just make him preach the second service at all as well because everything he said is exactly what i'm gonna say basically now you see can you give us a definition for a diet again as we saw in the first service Marco a diet is a food or drink considered in terms of its quality composition and its effects on health amen people who 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 don't want deliberate growth are not put on diets do you get it if you meet someone who is just growing they can eat anything they want all right so they can eat gari and oil one time i was talking to someone and he said i i ate 
rice oil. If you see the rice, the rice is soaked up in the oil. And it's like, Charlie, this is what we have. That kind of food isn't, does, it doesn't have a deliberate input in your life. It's just you eat, fill your tummy. And you just, however the good happens, whether your leg goes longer than your other leg or your hand goes, it doesn't matter. Like, we just want to be full. And many of us, like, we've eaten like that. Yeah. Because you are even happy that, Charlie, you got something. But you see, people who really want to go like the athletes and the sportsmen, they calculate their diet. They say you can take only X amount of X because we want you to increase your protein intake by this. Then they say you can take carbs like this. They, they, they give them the portions. So they are eating. It's not just frefrecobal eating. There's a little protein. They can trace nutrients of the food. They say, okay, this one is going to help your eye. This one is going to help your... People can even eat to the point that they can even control a part of their bodies. They say, this one is just for your stomach area. Because there are some foods, if you eat, you get fat here. Do you get it? So if they want to control your intake, they can say, okay, you want to slim down, so let's cut. There are some people, when you see them, their back is big, especially the ladies. Their back is big. It's just fat. Sickness, belly fat. They, the doctors say if you have a lot of belly fat here, it can increase your risk of diabetes. Oh, yeah. And blood pressure, as you become bigger, your blood pressure increases and it can lead to stroke, kidney disease. What? Funny, funny sicknesses. So people, you see, they, they control their diet. You, when you get biscuits, you just take, you eat. But there are people, when they take the biscuit, they have to look. This one is how many calories? Okay. No, they are very deliberate. If you want to go anyhow, then you eat anyhow. You get it. But if you want to stay in shape and groove well and deliberately, then what you eat, must you must be very careful with what you eat. For instance, in my home, I say, I won't eat the rice if there's no vegetables. Because in Ghana, our mind is rice and stew. But there's nowhere abroad that you eat a portion without vegetables. It's part of their meal. But you see, they didn't, we didn't grow up with that. So you see someone, one time a friend of my, my, my brother, Richmond, he says the first time he went to Canada, and they went for lunch, and he took rice. Everybody was watching him. It's like, ah, what is wrong with you? He took rice, chew and chicken. He's like, ah, yeah, we don't eat much carbs. Just a little carbs, a lot more vegetables, fiber, then protein. Uh-huh. But here, four CD. When I went to Nigeria, I was shocked. I bought jollof. They gave me plate with just the meat is like this. Just like this. These people, they are more than Ghanaians. <laughs> Swim it. Messy on them. And no stew. They don't even add stew to their jollof. And the rice is big, 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 big. So they heat the rice and they put just one hot cow meat on the thing. 
I said, I won't eat this food. I, ch- I checked and watch in the corner. I said, I know this one better. <laughs> but you see, eating anyhow is what will kill you anyhow. Because what you don't know is that big bowl like that is sugar. It's your way it enters your, your body, sort of just spikes in the sugar like that. But when it has the vegetable, it slows down. Do you get it? Nobody here will have any problem with your sugar, anything. In Jesus' name. That's why you must also take good care of yourself as much as you, you can. Those of you eat 12 midnight when it's not needed. There are times you have to eat 12 minutes because you can't do anything. Now. But when it's not needed, you wake up and you eat. Mm. You advise yourself. Tell anyone, you're not going younger. So you better watch yourself. One of you buy one big bottle of Coke. You think you are still 15 years and 12 years. Hmm. God forbid. But we'll take care of ourselves. It's nicer that way. You get it? Good. So, you want to grow properly, you, you must be deliberate about your diet. You must be deliberate. That's how you stay in shape. That's how you you don't end up having challenges. It's the same with our spiritual work. Why? When you take the Bible, can I have a Bible? You see, when you take this book, all right, it's full of what we call the diet of God or the word of God. Okay? Now, Over the period, they've taught us that read your Bible, pray every day, and you will grow. Read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day, if you want to grow. If you want to grow. If you want to, don't worry about the organ. Hallelujah, read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray. Oh, read your Bible. Pray every day. If you want to go. So they say, so when you take your Bible, you open. First Chronicles chapter 16 or 18, verse 1. Sometime later, King David attacked the Philistines again and defeated them. He took out their control of the city in God. As you are reading, you ask yourself, what has this one, King David, going to do in God? How does it affect my my life right now. 
Let me read another one. First <clears throat> Samuel 6, 1. And the Lord's covenant box had been in Philistia. This one is what? NIVN. That's why it's easy to read. Give me King James. So that I'll confuse you more. And the Lord's covenant box had been in Philistia. Ah, and the ark of the Lord. No, let me read from here. He said, when you are reading wrong, you can be more confused. And the Lord's covenant box had been in Philistia. Where is Philistia? For seven months. And the people called the priests and the magicians asked, what shall we do with the covenant box? It's like, actually, I was like, what is happening? What is all this like? This Philistia, this and then you get up and you just close it and you just put it somewhere. You know, it's like you are reading it, but you are not reading it. What you need from it, you are not getting. So it's like people fill their bellies, but they end up with sickness. Yes. Yes. I want to... <laughs> you know, it's not everything I just want to say, but it's like you are not conscious of what is needed because in every diet, there's something, there are vital nutrients. Do you get it? You know, recently I got, I even got to know that even fruits, you know, you don't have to eat heap of fruits plenty and eat. It's just a little, if it's orange car, even just two slices or one orange. But see some people, they say vitamin C, they, they drink four oranges at a time. One watermelon, they cut and eat everything. Too much of everything can be bad, though. So you, you take and you eat and eat and you eat it. But at the end of the day, you are not going anywhere. It's not helping you. You are not growing. It's because your approach is wrong. This thing is a book. It's a mystery, mysterious book. And a key must be handed over to you. An invitation must be given to you. And by that invitation, you receive what you need. You enter a restaurant. You enter a supermarket. So much on the shelf. But guess what? For you, you may just need a particular item. You enter a drugstore. So many drugs that you've entered a drugstore doesn't mean say, mommy, para, mommy, way, mommy, way, mommy, way. No. All of them are medicines. But you may just need one particular drug. Do you get what I'm saying? And unless you have someone to show you for your condition, this is what you need, you may end up poisoning yourself. That's how people eat, 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 eat. And now their life is living to eat. They live, as people live to serve God, they, they live to eat. I live to worship you. I live to eat every day. Yes. Because if they wake up and there's no food, it's like, Dum. something is wrong. One guy ate, 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 pastor. There was actually a woman, a documentary, 
The woman ate and ate. She was very slim. And you must watch it because one of the things that depression can do is depression can make you overeat. Yeah. Because you console yourself with the food. Nobody cares about me. I'm, I'm, nobody loves me. So cooks, cook loves me. Pringles love me. The woman ate, ate, ate. One day the doctor said, if you keep on her, you will die. Then she started crying. They couldn't take her out of her door. Yes. One family, they've all eaten, son. Immediately they left the doctor's place and they went to McDonald's again. This is, you see, what I'm saying, you may think I'm joking, but you see, it's the same thing spiritually. This is how you see Christians, they hold the Bible. And they make holding the Bible not even look nice. Because you see a Christian Sunday like you go to the we see many Christians and those Christians, they have big Bibles. I'm talking about the word of God. Huge Bibles, pastor, give me your diary. Huge Bibles. And you ask yourself, do you understand what you are holding? Do you understand the book you are holding? Do you know what's in this book? Do you understand? But the more they hold, the more their lives go down. The more they hold, the, the more their lives go down. The more they get wasted in life. Because they don't know the right application of what they hold. One time I saw a woman with about four kids on this jam, five or four kids, and they were holding a Bible. My mother was sitting by me and I said, pastors have a big responsibility. And I said, how can this woman use what is in this Bible to change her life? So that in the next year, she will not be working with her kids, but she will be driving. It's a very difficult thing. Because in the book uh, is her life, but it can become her death. People have followed religion and died out of frustration. Recently, a man, I was waiting for a man. He said he's coming. He's gone to church. He's coming. Then he came out on his moto. Then he was holding a big Bible when he got down from the moto. Then I said, wow, this, this Bible is huge. But when I saw him, the way he has dressed and everything, I said, so how can you use this Bible? Does he understand what he's holding? Because I, I know how, how, how much this Bible can affect a person's life. I don't know if you get what I mean. But not just the Bible. I know what is in this Bible that can change a person's life. Does this man know what is in this Bible? And that's how most of us are. We don't know what is here. We only know that there are things written. You see the scripture I read? As funny as it sounds, it could be the key to your breakthrough. But unless it's unlocked for you, you would never know. One time a man went to Israel with his company to prospect for, how do you call it, oil. They said the whole of Israel, he, they couldn't, Middle East. But he was a Christian, so he came home and as he was praying, Father, show me. Then he took out his Bible. 
tell anybody everything is in the Bible, but it must be revealed to you. As he took his Bible, then he, he flipped open to when Moses' sister and the mother took tar and used it to seal a basket and put it on the Nile. And they put Moses so that then the Spirit of God said, go down to Egypt and show him the area. There's oil there. Because tar is gotten from oil. Revelation came from the Bible. You see, in Acts 9, Paul, something interesting happened with Paul that I think we should all start looking at. Because we've been taught that the Bible makes us go. The word of God makes us go. But it's not necessarily so. It's not just the Bible having the Bible or even having read the Bible that makes you what you have to be. So I'm talking about the word of God, but I'm taking a different approach with what we've known up till now. That read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. It's good. Read your Bible is like eat, 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 eat. But it's not every food that gives you good. Some people have read the Bible and even gone off. Yes. For instance, someone will ask, you know, a polygamist man will ask, when David took Bathsheba, when Nathan came, do you know what God told David? He said, even if you had asked me for more, I would have given it to you. Do you know that can make a polygamist man backslide? Yes, because it's a scripture. It says, why did you take another man's wife? I gave you everything. And the truth is, if you had asked me for more women, I'd have given it to you. But you see, that is apart from the spirit. The word of God apart from the spirit or taking the spirit out of the word of God is death. Someone said, as for me, I like big women. Then he quoted the scripture. He said, the Lord our God in the midst of thee is strong and mighty. So every woman who has the spirit of God must be strong and mighty. Are you there? You know, if you don't take the right approach with the word of God, you will not go the way you have to go. And God will become a liar. But God is not a liar. You will hold the Bible mm, and end up poor. You will hold the Bible and walk. You will hold the Bible and not have food to eat. Doesn't it happen to many people? You will hold the Bible and people will always insult you. Find out for what works. 
Find out for what brings results. Find out for what brings value. You get it. Two athletes. One is just eating. One, two is keeping shape. They say, when you go to the gym, you come, do 6X. Do this, do that, do this. One comes and comes to eat kinky. After a while, they are all gymming, but I see that one stomach is not reducing. One stomach is actually reducing. It's because they, they are all eating though, but their approach to eating is not right. Acts 9.4. Let's go, let's go to one. Let me, let me start. I want to show you something. And saw yet breathing out threatens and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest. Two. And desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, and that if he found any of this way, that's the Christians, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Three. And as he journeyed, he came near to Damascus, and suddenly there shine round about him a light from heaven. Four. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice unto him, Saul, Saul. Why persecuted thou me? Five. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against a prince. Six. And he trembled and astonished, said, Lord, look at it. Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? There are two types of the word of God. The word that is written. And the word that is what's spoken. The word that is written is general. But the word that is spoken is the activated word. Saul was a nobody. He says, I, by the grace of God, I was the least among all. But by the grace of God, I labored more abundantly. It's like, now I become the first, even though I started as the least. This is a zero man. Didn't know anything about Jesus. Had never met Jesus personally. Had never had any confrontation. Nothing to do with Jesus. Amen. And he was now going to grow. But how was his growth going to come? His growth was going to start from hearing the voice of God. The word of God. Hearing the rhema of God. Hearing the vital ingredients which is in the spoken word so the first word he heard was or the first thing that happened was he asked the lord what would you have me do and the lord said unto him arise and go into the city so you see the beginning of his progress arise you have never had arise before god has never spoken to you you see, people that God has not spoken for, they, they don't have convictions. They do things anyhow. They don't have zeal. Because they've never handled the real substance. If you finish school, pastor, and you need a job, Akufado is going to give you a job. Akufado can be talking on, on TV. How does he even speak? Good fellow Ghanaians, the coronavirus has come to an end. Praise the Lord. But I have some appointments here. Isaiah Mbui, today I appoint you director of education. 
Mongolian area. No, it sounds funny. But you realize all the things he was saying, it was general to fellow Ghanaians. But when he zeroed in and mentioned your name, it became your word. And from that day, you were lifted. So you are not a commoner anymore. You are now the director of education. Give me the, man, the, the book. And it's a Mongolian book. So from that day, you have become a director of education. Has he become a director of education? No. But wasn't he talking to him? So this book is talking to all of us. But the day that the word jumps out and comes to you, you have been promoted. <laughs> Fellow Ghanaians, from today, nobody will we will outside. But the day they say, Irene, don't we will outside. It means from that day, a burden has been put on you. Mubarak can we will outside. If they catch me, if they don't catch me. But you, dear, you can't. Because once you say, Irene, it means that all eyes are on you. Why is it that when they catch people to police, they say bail? The person can be working on no bill, but they did the catch and you say, this one, if you run away, we will pay money. Because from that day, something significant has happened to you. Then at another time, he comes again. He says, from today, you've been promoted that minister of education. A general increase. Then he comes again. How often God comes to you with rhema? Depends on how fast you go. And how exposed you are to Rhema would show the number of times that God will speak to you. Are you catching it? So, all of Paul's beginning, all of Paul's greatness started from the question, what will you have me do? What will you have me do? Then God responds, Arise. So Paul has a word. A word from the mouth of God. Arise. Arise. And go into the city and it shall be told you what you must do. So as Paul is walking, he's not walking vainly. He's not walking in a vague manner. He knows what he's been asked to do. What has God told you to do? That is his word to you. And that is what brings growth. That is what makes you increase. As you are in Kumasi, you are just wandering around. Even though you are a pastor, you are just wandering around. But the day a word came, it says, rise up and come to Accra. You increase in spirit. Every day, Joseph was in prison. Moving around. Moving around. Bible says that he was tried by the word of God. Until the day his word came. Until the day his rhema came. You'll be reading the Bible. Nothing. 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 But the day he said, arise. The king is looking for you. That was the day he was liberated. So I think it's, it's high time we quit this religious reading of the Bible. Listening to messages. Me, when I go for it, I'm just looking for a word. I'm just looking. Oh, oh, it's one word you need. 
invitations to the scripture. That's all you need. So, people who wake up and open the Bible, that's why you see, eh, don't be religious. Some people say, Pastor, when I open the Bible, I don't even know where to open to. You are not taught. No. You, you see, you create an environment for God to invite you. Until the time his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. So, he was reading, but he could not find a word. No word. Then, bam, a word came. The king is looking for you. The king sent a loose. When the word came, the guy was increased. He grew. That day, he became a prime minister. So, until your rumor word comes, you where you are is where you are. You can be reading the word. You read nothing. So, stop wasting time in your approach to dieting. And find the right approach to that. That's how you'll be eating Gary and this. And you check the next time you they say you have you are sick. Ah, but I've been eating. Isn't you are not eating well? A, a whole bowl of rice is not correct food. We we use salad for garnishing purpose. We don't eat salad for the nutrients. That's why you go and buy food and say, "Mommy, I'm on five CD." Even you see that people do fried rice, they'll just do small portion of salad. Me, those salad, I throw them away. Often it's even sports. The guy was looking to the word, but no word. If you are, you see, if you are skilled spiritually, you receive invitation. When I want to, when I want to read my Bible, I don't just jump open the Bible. What are you reading? You have not invited. You see, I can be conversing with her. But if I don't invite you, you'll never fit in. you just be there. But when I invite you, you know where to start from. So when I want to read my Bible, I, 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 I create the environment. I don't, I don't rush. Sometimes God favors me. I wake up with a scripture. That's an invitation. Sometimes I wake up with a word. That's an invitation. But if I don't wake up with any of those things, I just create the atmosphere. Then I'll be there. You see my book lying down. I'm listening to a message. As, as the message is playing, I'm waiting for an invitation. I'm waiting for an invitation. Then suddenly an invitation will jump from the screen and enter me. I say, ah, I've gotten the invitation. From that time, when I open to the scripture, I see that life is connected to life. Life is what? Connected to life. You can pick your Bible at different times and feel different about it. There are times when you pick your Bible, it's like, wow, where's my pen? Where's my book? Something is coming. Yesterday I was with you guys. Then suddenly I ran to the car. Ah! Because as I was on the field, something dropped. I said, I must write this one right now. This morning, I just took my, my book. I said, let me capture this before it goes. You see, it's an invitation. Sometimes I'll be there, I'll just open my Bible and search a scripture. Because an invitation has come. To enter into the way. Every man has come. And it is that rhema that forms the building block of your spiritual life. Like the way proteins form building blocks of our lives. That is the same way the word that comes from God. That word that jumps. As I'm speaking right now, you may be hearing so many things. But the spiritual and the sharp ones will just be waiting. Because when, by the time you are leaving the service, something should drop in your spirit. Sometimes I'll, I'll open to a message as I'm listening. Immediately I hear what I want to hear. I, I pause it. I said, this is what I was looking for. And I go. And I'll read through the Bible. Huh? If it's exhausted, pop, I go back again. I'm waiting for another rima. Yes, I could have taught you. Come, do your quiet time, read your Bible. But I'm telling you, that is not really what makes you grow. That gives you knowledge. 
Knowledge without manifestation is frustration. It doesn't take you anywhere. You know many things, but it does not show in your life. Have you met people like that? They know the angels. They know the names of all the angels. They know everything. Seraphim, Seraphim, Seraphim. They know other angels. What we know is Raphael. I don't, the Raphael is not in the Bible. It's Raphael. Yeah, Jehovah Rapha. So, yeah, the angel that heals. But there are no other angels. Farouk, angel Farouk. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I just said it, I beg. What we know is Gabriel and what? Michael. But there are no other things. Angel Felix. That is what you know, but you can't show anything. I, yeah. I was just in the office as I was sharing a testimony. He said, a guy came here last two weeks. I was, I was having a meeting. Then when he came, he was about to share his story with me. Then I said, you know what? Time. I don't have the time. Whatever you brought to this office, go back. It is solved. He was looking at me. I said, ah, you don't believe. Just go back. It will never happen again. Just go back. Then the friend who brought it said, don't worry, me too. That's a simple prayer he prayed for me. The guy, you know when you want to share something with someone? Who was there that day? Some of you should have been there. Just when the guy was about to, I said, don't worry. Because I was, one, I was hungry. We wanted to break our fast. I needed to have a meeting with the pastors. I said, don't worry, go. So pastor was sharing with him. He said, the guy said, the thing has stopped. My God. He said the guy was struggling with bedwetting. He said, now when the thing is coming, something wakes him up to go and pee. My God. It's a storm. That is what we are talking. Authority. Not knowledge. Too much knowledge, but no show. Yes. There are people who carry authority. I'll share with you, Prophet Kakrabili. There are things, if you, once it gets to him, forget. That's it, that's it. If you are dying, you come back to life. There are people like that. Wasn't the little girl who told Neymar, look, this is your problem. If you get to Israel, you are, that's it. I don't know how you manage to, but once you get to Israel, this problem is solved. People carry Rima. So your growth is directly linked to how many times you've heard God. And God speaks at different levels. So, you see, depending on how close you are to God, you can hear him in intervals. Some people, they hear God every three years. It's good, but it's not so good. You can hear God on a daily basis. It depends on your hunger. It depends on your heart. That is what makes you go. Read your Bible, pray every day. No. Hear from God, you will grow every day. Grow every day. Yes, if provided you read your Bible and you can hear God in the Bible. People read this Bible and what? Oppose the Bible. So it's not just reading the Bible. How can you, how can you are reading this and you are sleeping? The power is off. 
If you hold a, a live wire and it doesn't show, it means there's no power in it. ECG is gone. But when you hold and shut, you see Now, if this thing is you, then when you, when you hold it, you can't even stand. The other time I'm reading this, and it's like electric current is passing through me. This means the power is blocked off. If you are reading it and you are dozing, it means there's no power. Put it down and sleep. Put it down. You've not been invited. You have not been invited to the conversation that day. Malaka Bosika Takastan. Shonale. Look for. Hmm. Give me amplifier. Look for verses. Let's start from three. Amplify. Then the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, order this stone to turn into a loaf of bread. Now look at what Jesus said. Four. Ha, 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 ha. Then Jesus replied. Look, at, I like the way Jesus put this. It is written. It is first word written. But beyond the it is written, there is an expressed word of God that comes from there. It is written. Jesus replied to him, it is written, man shall not live and be sustained by on bread alone, but by every word and expression of God. That's the rima. So, he's saying now, what actually makes us grow is the expression, not the written. Are you here? King James. You see, I pity you if you don't hear God. Though. I'm telling you. You will just be going in circles like that. You don't hear from God. You don't hear from God. God cannot wake. This morning, God woke me up. Hey! 2.30 a.m. And showed me two beautiful pictures. Then, then I went to my knee and I said, let the church say amen. I began to sing the song because it's, it's bingo. Burdens on my heart. He just came and said, it is done. And this one will not affect this one. I said, my God. My God. And when I slept, I saw another one. I said, three in one. God is not speaking to you. That's why you don't have faith. That's why you don't have convictions. That's why when you are doing something, you are afraid. That's why, because you, you can't refer to what God said. You can't say that God told me this. Have you noticed that when I told I said, God said this, God said this, God said this. Hey! Pastor, I woke up. When I woke up, I saw a roofed church building. I said, my God. As I'm thinking about digging, you've ruled the building already. Let the church say amen. As I'm walking, I'm, I'm wet. You see, I'm wet so much revelation. Because I've seen it. I, I, I saw another, the third one. The first one, I won't tell you. But the third one. I was preaching in a corner. Only a few people. Then suddenly, the place began to fall. It says all the branches will be full. He said, keep your focus. Just keep preaching. Because I saw people trooping in. I said, my God, you love me so much to talk about all these things to me. And that's the same way David felt when Nathan came to speak. He made a long poem. He said, oh God, you have loved me. 
as if this is not enough. I made a mistake, but in correcting me, you have even told me of the future. Oh God, you are too great. Do you know why I pity you? Because you can't hear from God. Because when God speaks, you will know. Because you don't have the word of God. Listen, there are things I stand on here. Do you know why I do things? I, do, I work with people, but I also don't work with people. When I say I don't work with people, it's because I stand on God. Whatever I'm supposed to do, if, I, if I'm doing it, it doesn't matter how important you are in it. If you are not doing your part, I'll just bypass you. It's not about you. It's about me and my God. And you know it. We go to site. They say, this former must come to you. I say, hey, get another person. Do it. You yourself, if you don't come, the day you come, someone will be doing your work. I'm there. Yes. I called him once. One, two, three, he didn't pick. When we were starting to work. I can say, hey, the next time I call you, you don't pick. You've lost your job. You've lost your job. Now the job is you, am I paying you? I'm not paying you. But he has lost his job. Because if God has spoken, he will know what he's doing. Eh? It's very important to his life. God speaks to people. So when you are not sure of yourself, it's like, I don't know what to do. Hey, will it work? Will it not? It means you've not heard from God. Hey, I'm confused. I'm, yes. We, you can all, every time, every now and then, you can be confused a little. But you see, your confusion is just in the realm of the natural. If you search a little deeper, you see that what God said is still standing. It will keep you moving. It will keep you moving. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written. It is written. But it is written is not what helps us. So it is but by everywhere that comes forth from the mouth of God. But by everywhere. So your growth is directly linked to the word of God that is coming. The word of God you are hearing. Now, how do you hear the word of God? My God. How? By being in the right atmosphere. Number one. <clears throat> By being in what? The right atmosphere. If you want food to buy, where do you go? Hey, if you want food to buy, do you go to the public toilet? Do they sell food at public toilet? Yeah. If you want to urinate, do you enter a bank and pee in the banking hall? If your tummy is hurting, do you walk to the presidential palace and say, where's Akufado's office? God forbid. Everything and where you find it. Everything you want to discharge and where you go. Do you get it? If you sit here and you want to pee, you don't wake up and pee here. Even if you are mad. Madmen cry, they don't pee any here, anyhow. Have you seen a madman who goes to the corner and is peeing before? It happens. Have you, let me ask you, have you seen a madman who is walking around and is peeing? Even mad people, they know say sometimes. Mad people cry when they are crossing roads. Sometimes they watch. In fact, a lot of sometimes. I've, I'm here to see a mad person who sees fire and walks into it. 
or a mad person who sees a car coming and runs into the car. It's people on drugs and those things that they, when they, it passes their they, they, they run to them. But even them, they are smart. As the car is coming, they will be balancing. You think they are, they are just doing but they are, it's just that they can't balance, but they are trying to balance. You'll be balancing like that. But it's like gravity, they are fighting gravity. So they, they are trying, but it's not going. So they are trying, but it's like, no, this car cannot hit me. Let me come this way. Yeah. So you see, be wise. You cannot enter a beer bar huh, and hear God. Yes, I know God speaks everywhere. But just as we don't pee in a bank, that's the same way God will not speak to you. Huh? As you are fornicating. No. Your spirituality huh, should be able to create an environment that makes it conducive for God to speak his word. As a pastor, do you know what I've noticed? The more I open my Bible, the more revelation I have. Period. God is not ready to speak until I've opened my Bible. That's it. Anytime I feel I'm going down on revelation, it's because I've, I've not opened my Bible in a while. As I get over, when I'm moving around, I realize that I'm not creating the environment. The environment is wrong. Your deliverance is in the way. And if that is where your deliverance is, then it must be very important. You find people who don't know what to do. They will, not, they will never settle down and hear what God has to say. One time I had a challenge, then I heard the spirit of God. This thing, if you don't take time and deal with it deliberately, it can worry you. One day I said, I won't go anywhere. I sat and I began to pray about the thing. I said, God, this thing, you must do it. This thing. Spend time. And he has done it. Environment. Environment. Why do you think Jesus will wake up early in the morning and go to the mountain to pray with his father? Because that, the environment where the guys were was, was not good. It was not good. He wanted a better place. One time when he took them to where he created them, they saw something they had not seen before. They saw Elijah and who? Moses. And they said, wow. But that's what we know. What if every day they come to meet him? That's just what we saw. There's a great man of God in Nigeria. Papa Adeboye, one time, someone came to visit him and he was talking in the room. He's alone in the room, but he's talking. When he came out, Papa, we heard you. He said, oh, Jeremiah came to visit me. You. Yeah, I was talking to Jeremiah. Yeah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah came to visit me. My God. Lord have mercy. I don't even know what to say about you. Even the faintest, you see, 
The faintest image of Christ, when they show you, you will see air. You will see. Because your spiritual perceptions are so weak. Have you ever who has felt like that? Like a word was coming, but you could not receive it fully. Yeah, it happened. It shows the state of your spiritual life. Like a revelation is coming, but you are unable to perceive it, receive it fully. You wake up with a dream, but it's like you are trying to recall it, but it's not coming in full. It's like all those things show the state of your spirituality. God has wanted to hand over things to you, dreams that should have come. As you are dreaming, then something funny happens and you wake up and say, ah. You are dreaming. You dream that you are going to, someone is giving you a khaki. Just when the khaki was coming, it's like you wanted to take it and as you are trying to take it, then someone came and hit you. And they say, you wake up the button and you never got the khaki. You say, ah. When will you lay hold on the thing in the dream? And that's why you don't grow. And that's why you are stagnant. And that's why you've, it's been four years now you don't have a job. Because you've never taken time to hear God. That's why you are still where you are. That's why your life is not fruitful. That's why nothing is coming out of your life. That's why God, and God is not talking to you. All you claim is you read the Bible, but that is a general statement to all of us. When is God going to speak to you and say, it's time to move? Everybody that made progress, God had to speak to them directly. God had to speak to them. Say unto this. Say unto that. You tell the prophet, rise up. Go and tell this person. You tell the person in the dream. One time he told them, you stayed in this camp for too long. It's time to advance. Rise up. Break forth. Move. He says, take up your journey. Rise over the river Anon. I have given you Sihon, the king of Hezbron. Contend with him in battle. Take what belongs to him. What belongs to him. I've given you his land and all that is in it. You are there. There's nothing. There's no, you are bereft of the word of God. I'm not talking about Jeremiah versus uh, Isaiah. No, I'm talking about the, in the Isaiah. What has God said in the Isaiah to you? And you won't go. You don't know anything God has said. Oh, yeah, I'll be fine. We'll be fine. As people are moving, you say you'll be fine. You say you'll be fine. Last year, we'll be fine. This year will be fine. Next year you'll be fine. Next two years you'll be fine. As you are saying we'll be fine, someone is gone. Yes. This is life. As you are saying we'll be fine, someone is gone. You think life is like, is like this thing? You'll be, you'll be shocked. Ask your neighbor, when was the last time you heard from God? What can you trace in your life that God told you to do? Ah, ask your neighbor. Ask. Even your relationship, you are not sure if God said it. That's why if the guy does something, he says, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. That's why when you see another girl, you say, she, or oh, I made a mistake. Yeah, because you don't even know. That's why when challenges come, you quit. I don't quit. I don't quit in the face of challenges. I don't quit. Not a quitter. No, 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 no. Because I hear from God. Yes. When the going gets stopped. Recently, I was talking to the Lord about something. And I said, Lord, see this trend. See this thing that is happening. Then he said, remember what I told you. Keep fighting and fight harder. Like I heard you, Lord. 
I've heard you. He's giving me reinforcement. <laughs> oh, radio. And I'm going to be on my say. Oh, radio. Why are you out there? Hey, radio, I'm out there. What catch you, radio, I'm out there. Oda, ona why are there? Imbunzi mau. Why are there, man? Iradi anya there. Ena wenja me na maya mabasi. Oh, Papa, me uba ye bibi. This year we no come to play. Senya me efrewa jiaso. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Don't let me go empty handed. This year we no come to play. You keep you will be playing. Yeah, you're wild. Empty then. You won't do what you have to do. You won't take time and hear God. You wake up everywhere. Running around. You see, you collide with forces. Oh. And when you collide with the force, what you hold on to is the word of God. That is your weapon. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. You see, in the realm of the spirit, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. But people think the sword of the spirit is like the written word. That is not it. It's not, it's not it. If you look at the weapons, he says, not, and the word, the weapons of our work, no, give me the one in Ephesians, which is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. In Revelation, also, so he said, and I saw in his mouth the double edge for, come forth. Now, when he says the weapon of our warfare, the sword of the spirit, the word of God, what he's trying to tell you is that when Satan comes at you, huh, and he fights you, Fight back with what God told you. Tell the devil. And that's what Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone. Jesus did not start quoting from Genesis. And quote, 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 vaguely. He said, God told me that man will not live by bread alone. Fight back with the rhema. You are so disadvantaged if you don't have rhema. How, how many rhema do you have? I have the word of God. I have the word of God about my marriage. I have the word of God about my son. There's a picture I saw about my son. And anytime I'm around, that's what I hold on to. There's a picture I saw about my marriage. There's a picture I've seen about my children. What pictures do you have? You don't have any. You are just walking. So when Satan kicks you like this, you just go. He kicks you like this. You when Satan kicks you, you must stand. Having done all, stand. Stand. When is it? And when you, when you stand, what are you standing on? The rock of the rhema. Because you are standing. He said, Father, I'm standing upon your way. Satan says you die. He said, God didn't say I'll die. God says that I'll build a church. And if I'm building a church and the church is not done, I'm not dying. One time I was talking to my spiritual father and I saw a vision. In the vision, I saw people traveling from Adenta coming to our church. And the place was charged full 
and the service was heated and people were expectant. And as I came, people with cancers, tumors, diseases. And as I came, I saw them screaming like expectation and sicknesses began to leave people. And I saw, I said, wow, is this what God wants to do? It's a picture, I'm holding on to it. Until that has happened, nothing is happening. No, Satan cannot come in between. When God gives you the word, he goes ahead of you. So you are in a great disadvantage if you are not seeing or hearing anything. The songwriters says, see what the Lord has done. You should be able to see it. So when it happens, you can compare what we have waited for. Because God told us something. And now we, wait, we were waiting for it. And now it has come and we know that this is what God has. Right environment. Right environment. Create a worship atmosphere. Number two. Create an atmosphere of what? Worship. Shandola babala kasatayama. Shutala kabeke tekeleke say. Create an atmosphere of what? Of worship. The atmosphere of worship is the atmosphere of thanksgiving. If you are always memory, God will not speak to you. Whatever condition you have that you think is bad, let me tell you, someone's own is better than yours. And you must be thankful for the bad one that you think you have. The, the atmosphere of worship. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. As I stood here, I began to thank God. I said, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what? Thank you that we started the church under a tree. Today, yes, we may not be 70 here. But in here, we have been able to produce two more churches. Hallelujah. Thank you that I'm talking right now. There are people meeting somewhere with the Christ love banner. Saying this is Christ Lord Church Adenta. Thank you. Not many people have seen that. Not many people have seen it. Thank you for taking a church from under a tree. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Last week, UPSA people came. How many people came? Five people. That how many people? Eight people. Wow. Thank you that eight people come to church. That's a big blessing. When we started, it was one. It was two. Thank you. Thank you. As you say thank you, you will hear him. Yeah. He said, you, are, you, 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 you appreciate what I've done. I'll do more. I'll do more. I'll do more. As you say thank you, peace will fill your heart. You are complaining. God has not done well. God has not been good. God has not been this. God has not been. Let me tell you, the problem you are facing is even a blessing. Because in life, there are some problems. And if you are not close to your miracle, you won't face them. Or, if you are, who knows the road to Adenta? From Accra. You know the road to Adenta from Accra. Which dungeon, where is it? Is it close to Adenta? Good. So if you, cut, if you get to Reach Junction, what does it mean? In your pathway to success, there are some problems. 
you will never see. Yeah. If you're a spiritual baby, there are some problems you'll never see. But as you grow, for instance, if you are coming to marry, there are problems you face. Yes. If you say you marry, you never face those problems. You will be free. Oh. But if you say you marry, you face those problems. Yes. But are you not blessed than the person? Even though it's a problem, you are family because at least you, you are closer. It's risk. You are closer. So the problem is just a sign that you are closer to the miracle. Not so. You are complaining is dark, but it's just dark because dawn is breaking forth soon. The person who is thanking God for sunshine, he has not even gotten to evening. You say you are going to write BEC. It's a big exam. Okay. Class one. It's okay. He wakes up, he drinks Calipo. But he has nine more years to get to BEC. Are you not better now? Are you not better off? There are some problems. If you don't serve God, you never see. Yes. But if you serve God, you do come. There are some things I'll never have known in my life. The only thing, the only reason I've known them is because I serve God. Problems. I'm not talking about good things. Even challenges in, in the body is because you just serve God that you are exposed to those challenges. But are you going to say, you thank God and move. There are some things you never see. You never know. I sat in the car with LPG Far and I said, this is, not a, this is not a joke. But it's because I'm closer to a blessing. If we were all here having a nice time, I would not know some problems. The problem of knowing you are... We, we, we stood on... <laughs> I stood on the line and I looked at... They marked the thing. And as I was walking with the foreman, hey, he was quoting some prices. That is when I understood the scripture. Who goes to war without counting the cost? Yes, because there's a cost. So as a guy was quoting the thing, he said, he had three tons. One ton is, you mentioned the price. Yeah, I don't even want to mention to you. He said, concrete, we need concrete to what square meter? What do I ask? They say, oh, they bear 40,000. I said, my God. As I'm walking, I said, what? This, what problem is this? I could have just been in my room, happy. But guess what? The problem is a sign I'm closer to a blessing. So am I not a wise person if I embrace it? I will embrace it. It won't kill me. I will overcome it. Thanksgiving. So when they declare, let me try to declare to God. They say you have to pay this amount. Because it's not my work. It's not my bed. Cast your burdens. He said, thank you, Lord. And I knew that. I said, Lord, tomorrow we need 10 bags of cement. Hallelujah. And by tomorrow it has come. Sometimes we finish the day, we have three is left. Hallelujah. That is, I was sitting down thinking about we are going to do steel work. Monday we are digging the ground. We marked. We are going to do steel work. Steel bending and iron. Then as I was thinking, the Lord said, do it like this. I said, ah. 
this former, he's going to see the wisdom God has given me. Because his opposite is wisdom. His wisdom is that we'll bring the, we'll go and buy the thing, trailer, but I'll show him God's wisdom. God showed me how to do it. I say, follow me or go home. This is how we do it. Yes. By the time you say, you say, oh yeah, wise man. And the scripture that wisdom is built by a house, it will be fulfilled. But all these problems, as I said, I told you, hey, in life, to achieve something, you must do difficult things. That is the scripture is being fulfilled. So don't be murmuring. Don't be cursing. Don't be saying things you don't understand. This small issue, you are talking plenty. No, 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 calm down. Give thanks. Keep calm and give thanks. Give thanks. Whatever challenge, you say, thank you. Someone say, I give, but I'm not saying anything. I say, shh. If you give and you complain, you spoil the blessing. You won't get anything. I can guarantee you. Do you, you know how to spoil your blessing? Give and complain. Whatever you complain, I, I don't know the state, but I can guarantee you it's not going to bring anything. So when you give, if complain, you say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I can guarantee you, every thankful person will hear from God. If you have a heart of gratitude, God, and you know one thing about God, he visits you from time to time to give you important information about your life. You'll be shocked. In the heat of your persecution, as you are thanking God, one morning you wake up, God will tell you, my daughter, I'm with you. All these problems will be solved. Will be addressed. Friday I was on the site. Was it? No, yesterday. You saw me kneeling down at a point. Do you know what happened? As I was there, my friend Richmond called me. He said, I have a word for you. I said, really? I need a word. I need it bad. What is the word? He said, for a month now, I've been hearing Mubarak is going places. Follow him. Follow. Mubarak is going places. I said, what is the meaning? He said, this morning I want to sleep, but I can't. I see a vision. You are holding a lamp. And many people are following you. He said, we are all following you. And we are following you because of the lamp you are holding. And you are leading us. Do you know what that means? God is encouraging me. Yes. As, as I'm moving, God is, it's like God is encouraging me that Charlie, there's a big work for us. Follow the lamp. Follow. I said, my brother, thank you. And I knelt down. I said, pray for me. Pray for me, my brother. Pray for me. Let the vision come to pass. Listen. I could have come here and tell you, look, read your Bible, pray every day. That would have been easy. But I'm challenging you to go higher. Hear from God every day. Hear the voice of God in the Bible every day. Let the number of times words jump. You know that feeling when a word flips from... If you don't know it, I pray that you receive the grace for it. Where a word flips from a, a Bible and enters you. Where you wake up with a, a, a scripture. Where in, in person, even randomly, a, a scripture drops and you write it and you use it. You know, where portions of things, of flashes come to you. It's like God is calling you into the word. God is calling you. Strive for that. Don't be a, 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 a legalistic person. You read 
John 3.16. Even though I don't read it well. John 3.16. I and my father are one. You see, some people don't even know. I and my father are one. John 3.16. Amen. Then you go. You go out. What did you hear from that one? What did you hear? What, what came to you? You claim you've done your quiet time. What did you hear? What did you hear? You claim you've read your Bible. What did you hear? What did you hear? What did God say? Shame on you. You wait on someone, but you don't hear from the person and you leave. How can you claim you came to visit me and you never spoke to me? How can you? You're a liar. If you came to visit me, you, if you knock on my door, huh? yesterday you were knocking on the door. You know, papa, pa, 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 pa. I said, who is there? Pa, pa, pa. It's Pastor Isaiah. Yes, what do you want? Pa, pa, pa. I brought something for you. Eh? Okay, I'm coming. Pa, pa, pa. You waited for a, a, a distance. But if you know, pa, pa, pa. Oh, he's not around. He's asleep. Then you turn. You do your quiet time in a hurry. Then you wake up. Conscience. Your conscience is free, but your spirit is lacking. In your conscience... You are okay. I've done my quiet time. Hallelujah. But you have gone empty. Yes. You won't go. You are, it's like you've eaten your kagari, but you didn't eat the salad. Your kagari is, is, is what? It's just gari. I don't even know the nutrients in it. Carbohydrates. Willy? 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 No nutrients. No. The stew is bent. The vegetables is burnt. The stew we eat, there's nothing in it. Most of it. Because vegetable, if you heat it too much, you kill all the nutrients. Let's change our diet. Let's change our, our approach to spirituality. We are only going to grow. I can tell you, if this year you hear from God five solid times, by December, your life will be, a, it will be like magic. Yes. If you can hear, like the way I hear, do this, do this, like start a new branch, do this. I can tell you, if you can sit down and hear from God five times from now to December, you will go to the point that you'll be shocked. If one appointment could make Joseph a prime minister, imagine what five could do. Yes. One word from God is, more, is worth more than 10,000 chapters in the Bible. You don't need to read 10,000 times. All you need is a word. And position yourself in the right environment. Here's a good environment. As you are here, you can hear God. As you stay in worship in your home, you can also hear God. As you are listening to this worldly music that makes you feel like having sex, how will you hear God? As you leave church and the next thing you put on your ear is what? What's the song? Uh, the, the song that they are doing. Baby, hoping to Maserati. As you are listening to that song and feeling like a boy should touch you, is that what God wants for you? Yes. As you are there, it's like, oh, won't anybody come and hug me? Look at the kind of feelings you have. I wish I could be held. Hey, I pity you. Put your hand on your chest. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com 
and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.